Peace, y'all. If you're in the New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut area on Sunday, December 3rd, come join us for Real Talk, the first ever Real Notes movie night. Real Talk is a live series where we'll be joined by rappers, producers, journalists, and other rap-adjacent figures to screen a movie of their choice and speak on how it affects their art. For our first edition, I'll be joined by Florida rapper-producer Niante for a screening of the 1975 cult classic Coonskin. A brief interview charting his relationship with the movie and an audience Q&A will follow, and I'm dumb fucking hype about all of it. <laughs> uh, Niante has released two projects this year, Dante's Inferno and Demon Muppy, via New York rapper-producer Mike's label 10K. If you're in the area, come kick it with us on Sunday, December 3rd at Loudmouth BK in the heart of Bed-Stuy at 348 Marcus Garvey Boulevard. Doors open at 530 and the screening starts at 630 p.m. sharp. Please don't be late. Tickets are $13 and available via the Eventbrite link in the description. Come close out the year with the realist. Hope to catch y'all there. Love. What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is New York rapper, producer, and instrumentalist Gabe Nandez. We spoke about Pusher, his relationship with the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, the pros and cons of modern day cinema, the art and value of music videos, how being multilingual influences his writing style, making his 2019 album Diplomacy during one of the toughest moments of his life, and the creative process behind his latest project, HT3, produced entirely by Argov. Come fuck with us. Um, what's cracking, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to welcome back to Real Notes. It's almost it's almost winter time, but it doesn't. No, what, what, what am I saying? It feels like it. It's cold. It finally happened. Um, I'm about to like, this is a, <laughs> this conversation I'm about to have with my man is uh, the last thing I'm doing before it's time to make jalapeno chicken dip and not think about pilgrims because that's not what this holiday means to me. And it's not what it should mean to anyone. But uh, Dylan Green, Cinema Sci, got a lot of names, do a lot of shit outside, inside, all sides, out here. <laughs> um, and I'm with somebody who's uh, more out here than I could even, I could ever hope to be. This is a fucking international man of mystery, <laughs> fucking ra- rapper, producer, writer, um, poet, um, uh, Rough Riders fan. He's not wearing the shirt right now, but I always <laughs> think about you on the Ox cover with the fucking Why? Rough Riders shirt. And the and 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 the and the and the goddamn uh, you were in a Jets jacket in the video for that song where you're walking up the street, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. real, real, real New York shit. Um, <laughs> fucking fucking Gabe Nandez is here. Um, don't forget the apostrophe over the end. Um, fucking yeah, man. Gabe's here. HT3 Deluxe is out now. It's super fucking dope. Um, my brother Gabe, thank you so much for being here, man. It means the fucking world. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. You know what I mean. I'm a big fan of uh, the journalism. You know what I mean. So it's, it's good. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. The last time, last time you and I talked on some professional shit was 2021 when Ox dropped. So it's been about two years since we did that. Um, and you know, like you've just you've 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 you, you know you've done so much. I see you out all the time. Um, you rap in 18 different languages and it's never <laughs> not impressive. You don't do it on this project, but we'll talk about that later. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
you know, you're someone, you know, you're someone I've, I've like always respected the way you put music together and the way your brain works and how you just like bring all these disparate sounds and cultures together. You know, like you're like, a, you're, 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 like you're like a walking almanac on some shit. And I love that, you know, I that, bro. I appreciate it, bro. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, so yeah, no, nah, let me ask you, let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here, which is um, what's the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? The last thing I watched um was okay, I guess Pusher Three, because there's this Danish film film series called Pusher. There's three of mm-hmm. them. And I watched the first, this was like this was like around the time we spoke. It was like, because I don't watch, I have a really hard time watching shit. But the last shit mm-hmm. I watched, third part of that film series, because I watched all three back to back, because I liked the first one so much. When I found out there were two more, I just fucking, I just ran it back. Like, got more, just ran it forward, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> so tell me, so tell me what it's, because like, I feel like, I feel like I've heard of Pusher before, but I've never watched it. So like, what's the, what's, what's the whole deal with it? It's basically like just the underworld flick, you know, like the, the first one's about like this low level pusher and, you know, he fucks up the re-up and, you know, uh, what's it called? Like on some, you know, Guy Ritchie vibes, but not like copy paste, you know, uh, I actually don't know. It's, it's early 2000s shit, but I don't know, you know what came first but it's very much its own thing and it's just um yeah i, I you know i liked it because i suppose first and foremost i just related a lot to just that world you know what i mean just the you know just just that world of just like you know just cd kind of street shit and then like the writing is great the guy who the, the director is um I think this is the guy who made fucking Sigurio or some shit, Sigurio or, or whatever, this Danish director. He's made some pretty, Oh, like, word? Yeah. I know who like, you're talking about, yeah. Danish, right? I think. I, um, I, I think. I, I I couldn't tell you, but I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. That's his first shit. I'm pretty sure I'm like 97.4% sure that's his first shit. But yeah, like, so like, you know, and each film is about different people. It's fucking cool, man. I, I really like the, them, rather. Where, where can I find them? Because I am, because I am looking for stuff to run through over the course of the next like four or five days, and I will do that. Yeah, it, oh, where the fuck did I find it? It was such a long time ago, just on the internet somewhere. I just pirated it, you know. Some, some okay, yeah, some website. They'll have it. Um, yeah, some some you know some some website, but um, yeah, man, that was it. You know, I really have a hard time watching shit longer than like five fucking minutes you know like i just just like you know i love film and i love cinema historically i've watched a lot of films but as of late i have to be so fucking enthralled quick or else i'm just like something else right now you know what i mean like yeah yeah no so you said that so this so these are the last things you watched and that was two years ago Basically, like two, three years ago, yeah. 
that's hardcore. <laughs> I, I honestly, I kind of respect that, you know, like you, you, uh, it's, uh, some, some something's gotta be like so special and like so crazy that you gotta really, you know, like, yeah, you, you know, like it's, it's not like me. I'll, I'll watch anything at this point in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so shameless. <laughs> I just, it, 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 it could be good, bad. I'm just in it for the ride, but you know, like that's, I, um, I, res- um, I don't I don't necessarily want to call it restraint because it just seems like it might be a focus thing for you because that's kind of what you're implying but like or or or, or is that what you're implying? I don't I, I don't I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, 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 that's pretty accurate. I mean, it's it's that and then it's also fundamentally the restraint almost isn't even like there because I'm just like I'm just like holistically primordially primord primordially i don't know how you say that word whatever i'm primally <laughs> like i'm just like it's like a rejection like my body's just like or my mind or my spirit or everything is kind of just like it's not feeding me and i'm sure i could spend time and find something that yeah you no know, but i just i just don't um but you know many 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 things in that medium have moved me over time you know like I, I feel like i did my like bid with that shit and now not that i've watched every single classic movie on the fucking planet right yeah i get it you know like i get anxious man i just like and i'm not an anxious person so like and, you know like <laughs> anxious i'm like yo what am i doing like what, what am i doing i should be doing fucking a b c d e m g you know what I mean? but oh uh, and i guess it's it's not just like it's not just like the watching component. If anything more, it's just like the, the physical component of me just being static. I'm just like, like me sitting still. Yeah, I feel it. Sitting still. This needs to be fucking sick. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's very much a case by case thing. And then when I say this, I think I might have had to like sit through a movie last christmas no not even i got up and left i was gonna say i sat through a movie with my family but nah i just i didn't i was like 10 minutes in i was like yeah, fuck it out this is whack you know you remember you, do you remember what movie it was i'm so curious man it was like what the f- it was like some like it was like some some like contemporary like what the fuck was it? It was like some diamond. It was like some like crime movie, but it was like a comedy. There was an island involved. Who the fuck was in it? There was a lot of fame. Jude Law was in it, I think. Oh, mm, what it was? It, it wasn't Glass Onion, was it? The um, the Knives it, Out shit. I think so. People are dying and shit, and like it's kind of funny. And he, that, <laughs> I, well, I mean, like that could be that could be a lot of things because Jude Law wasn't. I don't think Jude Law was it, either way. Yeah. It was like uh, it was like that board game clue kind of vibes. Oh, like, then yeah, the, yeah, it was glass onion. That was glass onion. Like <laughs> I'm, you know, this is fine, but I just can't. You know, like this is like you know, like <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. That's so funny because I because yeah, I also watched that with my family last year. My sister and I actually went to go see it. Um, we went to go see it like when it um, when it was in when, when it was at the movies for like a week when they did that before they put it on Netflix. But, but yeah, you know, I, you know, like I get it. It's, it's, it's like, as much as I liked it, it's definitely one of those, like watch this with the family. It's like not super challenging, but it's like cute and funny, but like, you know, like it's, it's, it's definitely one of those that if you're not in the mood, I could, I, I could like, if I wasn't in the mood, I would just walk out too. Cause it's okay. just like, I, I don't need to be seeing this right now. So you I know, get you. 
cinema right now, I really do feel like on a, on a, you know as far as like general cinema goes, you know, uh, it's pretty much dead. You know what I mean in terms of just like you know mainstream cinema in terms of what we consider like you know a standard film. It's like just the most formulaic. Uh, I mean, there's different chambers and shit like the stories are different but ultimately like it's just not that i was alive in the 80s or i mean you know what to be fair like maybe in the 80s with like people dropping action movies like every fucking 30 seconds you know you could have said the same thing it's, it's yeah. not is dead is always kind of like a big blanket statement and kind of like maybe a cop-out so maybe it's not dead but it's definitely suffering um i would of, agree with that yeah uh, like in terms of just like what they're dropping and pushing so it's like I don't know, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. it it's it's like you, you know, like we're you know, like we're definitely at a point. Uh, we're definitely at a point of stagnancy. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that still gets released because, like, it's it, you know, like it's not like there's nothing good out. It's just like we're just at a point now where there's like two or three houses that like have a formula, and it's just kind of. They just kind of run it into the ground. Like I'm a, you, you know, like I'm a Marvel movie person. I like them. I know that's, I know that's sacrilege to some people, but you know, even I can, even even I can admit that we're at a point now where it's like, okay, maybe there's too many of these. <laughs> you know, like maybe we need to, maybe we need to like chill and reassess and like re, re you know, just like uh, reconsider what these things can be and how they can be. But then again, I also saw a movie this year, like. <laughs> There's this joint I saw called Sanctuary that's about this uh it's about this guy who like owns this multi-million dollar company and he has this relationship with this sex worker. Um he calls an escort and he has like a script for her that she has to read before they before they get down. It like involves him being in the bathroom and her like stepping on him and like in like the first 20 minutes of the movie is them like en- enacting this like super duper specific like kinky sex role play shit and then it just turns into them having an argument where she's like blackmailing him and it just turns into this whole thing about like the nature of love and like transactional sex and all this other shit and as i'm leaving the theater there's a couple in the back fucking like legit you know like you're like yeah yeah like i'm leaving the theater as the movie ends and like someone and you're like a woman is in this dude's lap and they're like about to start something, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm out of here." You know, <laughs> in Jersey, New Jersey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, I can't make this up. I'm, uh, I swear, I'm. Like... <laughs> wow, I mean, that's a place to do it. They were all the way in the back. They were all the way in the back, the literal last row. Hey, I mean, you know, shit. And it's crazy because, um. <laughs> Like you could tell they didn't know the movie was about to end because the movie ends. It like it's got like a really sudden ending. It's just like there's like one scene and then boom credits. Ah. Like there's no like there's there's no fade to black. So like you could tell they thought they had more time. <laughs> Holy shit! Damn. And you know, like to me, that's the magic of cinema, right there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but either way, um, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was super duper interesting. Um. Oh, it's called Sanctuary. Um, the guy, um, the guy who's I forget the the two people who in it aren't super famous. Um, I think the guy, the guy was in um, uh, David Cronenberg's son made this movie called Possessor, 
from like, I think it was from 2020, maybe 2021. He was in that, but that's the only other thing I've ever seen him in. But uh, he's like, like it's it, it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Like a, it, it was like some like dark comedy type shit. One of those. Um, it's like two. It's like a it's like a two person cast. Eighty percent of the movie takes place in a hotel room. You know, like I like I like uh, I like intimate dark comedy stuff like that. So that really that caught me. But, there, you know, like that's not the I say all that to say that's not the that's not the prevalent mode of of the movies right now right and, you know like y- y- you know like, it's a, like like i said there's treasure everywhere yeah. i watch i watch i watch damn near everything i can find at this point in my life just because i like going to the movies but we're definitely at a point of like we're, we're we're at a point where it's time for a paradigm shift i think you know like i could definitely stand to see more like uh you know like not not necessarily stuff like sanctuary but just like i want people to take chances yeah. And risks, you know, Absolutely. like that'd be that that that'd be that'd be cool. I feel that absolutely well said. That's that's important in art, and it was such a powerful medium. It's like, yeah, like you know, just giving people the same thing. It's like you know, but yeah, it just it seems like the stimulation of thought seems to be like the 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 uh, the like the antithesis of the what you know these houses are trying to get people to do. So, yeah, man. Uh, but no, I but, feel you. That's everything you said. Felt, <laughs> yeah. but now, but now, but now that I know that there was a period of time where you were going crazy, now we got to run it all the way back. What's the what's the first movie experience you can remember having? It could be at the theater. It could be at your cousin's house. Like first thing, it, it it doesn't have to be the very first thing you ever experienced, but like the first thing that comes to mind for you. Damn. Um... Yeah, this is definitely isn't the first film I saw. Movie, right? Not just visual shit. Movie. It could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want, honestly. Okay, I'll, I'll go with movie just because I guess it makes more sense. Because I remember running like skate videos when I was like, my bro like showing me like skate videos and me being like, yo, this is sick when I was a kid. But that's not really like cinema. I remember like running Pulp Fiction, um, you know, at like 13 in the crib um, for the first time. I remember that. Because I had heard the soundtrack before because my parents had the soundtrack and used to play it in the crib. And then one day when I had a computer, like I grew up on the soundtrack of Pulp Fiction, like it always was in the crib playing. And then one day um, when I was like 13, you know, I discovered like LimeWire and shit, so I downloaded it and I watched it, and I was like, "Whoa, sick!" It was sick seeing it after knowing all the music. So, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what. Yeah, like that's like a that's so many people's like, like I mean, like especially for people our age, like that's so many people's like first like, damn, this shit really like just like blew my mind open. You know, like just like just like the nonlinear storytelling and the fucking like all star ensemble cast and just like Tarantino's whole thing. Like that was definitely my first big introduction to Tar- or it was either that or Inglorious Bastards. But, you know, and, and, and it's so crazy that your parents had the soundtrack. That's a that's like I can't think of any friends, parents 
that I know who would be like playing the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, just like on the regular. That that's that's kind of loose. That's good. That's 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 really that's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. I just remember looking at the cover with you know Uma Thurman and just being like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" I didn't even know what it was. I was like, "Right." <laughs> the band like this music is the shit i thought it was all the same guy i was like this is the best album ever <laughs> that's hardcore so 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 by the soundtrack you mean like the you mean like the compilation of all the songs used in the movie or like the score yeah like all the songs uh like chuck berry who the fuck else yeah. is on i should know I, but a bunch of i know um, right yeah like al green i think al- is on the soundtrack um fucking cool and the gang's on there right right oh man it's so good like it's so good it's just so good like he killed it he really fucking killed it with that whole um with the whole package um yeah yeah yeah, nah, that mo- yeah, you know, the movie's crazy, the soundtrack's crazy. You know what's funny? I um I didn't I didn't listen to the I didn't I never listened to the, like the full soundtrack coming up, but when I first saw the movie, I was so blown by um the scene where Samuel L. Jackson recites the Bible verse that mm. that like on iTunes back when you could buy individual tracks and not just stream everything, you could like on the on the soundtrack they had the soundbite of him saying the goddamn Bible verse. And I'm not religious. I'm not spiritual. I'm none of that. But he just, he, he made it sound so ill that I heard it. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I, I would just listen to that. It was like in my library and like, it would like come on shuffle. And then it would just be, and, and like to this day, that's the only Bible verse I know off rip. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's um, Ezekiel 25, seven. I'm, I'm not going to recite the whole thing right now, but I could, you know, like, like so, so so like if, if there's ever a period of time when somebody puts a gun to my head and asks me to quote a bible verse that's the one i'm quoting i i just i just know it so i uh i i i i appreciate sam jackson for putting me on <laughs> that's hard i think that verse is actually on the soundtrack too at some point i think they put it on there i could be wrong but yeah that that's a crazy yeah that's iconic yeah just just incredible yeah yeah yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely on the soundtrack because I remember I bought it. Like, I, I don't remember where on the soundtrack it is, but like, I bought the I bought the song on the soundtrack, and it was just like it was just like okay, this is it was it was because because like also I had a I had like some semblance of a relationship with like Cool and the Gang and Al Green, so like I had already heard most of those songs because so like my dad was a big fan of all that stuff, so I just kind of it was just around the house anyway. But it was uh. I like, I, but I never. I want to do it now that you mentioned it, but I never took the time to like sit with the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, because, because, because he, because he saw it for the first time earlier this year, and I watched a bit of it with him, and it was just funny because I don't know why he had never seen it before, but he just never seen it before. So I'm just like watching him watch it, and like he's um on when they're at the scene uh when they're at jackrabbit slims and he's just like oh that's who that waitress is supposed to be like she's marilyn monroe he's buddy holly whatever and he's like going through all the references it, it's it's because he because he's because because my dad's older he's 78 so right. he's uh so he was around for all of that shit so it's a uh, it, it's it, it's it's always fun watching that type of stuff um through his eyes you know yeah for sure yeah Damn, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I feel like if I saw it today, I didn't even know there was a dude on there that's like 
you know, in reference to Buddy Holly, but I guess now as a 30 year old, I would maybe catch that as opposed to the last time I saw it. I don't know. I was probably fucking 15. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's. So yeah. <laughs> so as so you know, like as you as you get a little older and start to have some more life experiences, um, was there was there a movie that kind of stopped you in your tracks and really like connected with you on some like you know like in either like an emotional, intellectual, or artistic or. I really liked Apocalypse Now a lot. That's probably my favorite movie. But, I mean, there's this French film, you might have seen it. It's called Latin. Um, with, yeah. Uh, I, have I? I wouldn't be surprised if, you, if you're a film buff. It's like in black and white. It's not It's not like an old black and white movie, but it's like, I don't know, 2006 or some shit. I don't know if it's 06, but it's like, you know, this century. But, um... It's uh, it's a French film, but a lot of people in the U.S. have seen it. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. and um, and it's about these kids from the hood in, in France, um, and just this day they have, the day and night, this day and night they have. And I think like I remember seeing that movie and just putting all my friends on because uh, you know a lot of my close friends are francophone and stuff, and like um, or and both, yeah. both too. But you know um. They're kind of like of both worlds, like you know, here and like the Franco Francophonie and just like France in general and stuff. And yeah, that movie is just like it's just a it's just a powerful fucking film about just like you know the realities of just um yeah, just the classism and and, and you know post colonial, just you know, I don't know, modern day life and in, in, in a place like France and you know, obviously through that one could just relate even if you're in the US or whatever. So that movie, I would say that film because when I saw it and I put the homies on, like I'll never I'll never forget showing my friend that movie and him just being like he he talked a lot. Like he was a very loud kid. And from the first scene, he just like didn't say for like the whole movie and his mouth was kind of just like open the whole time. He was just like paralyzed. You know, he was just like whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like just seeing the homies reacted so yeah i would say that probably that's the one that comes to mind you know that that comes to mind without having to think i think about that film yeah that's so tough so what's it called because because like that sounds familiar how do i how do i how do i how do i spell it i gotta look it up real quick yeah in english a lot of people say lahane because it's l-a and base h-a-i-n-e oh yeah i I, I seen this. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were saying it and it sounded from, yeah, I seen this. This is from 95. Yeah. This, yeah. You know, this shit is so tight. Vincent Cassell's in it. Yeah. This movie's great. This movie's crazy, great. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Yo. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. So for me, this is, this is a movie I must've seen around like the time I was like 50. It, 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 it was, I was either in high school or college. I can't remember when I first saw it, but, but yeah, no, nah, this, 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 this movie's so fire. This is actually one I've been meaning to rewatch. It, it, you know, like, you know, I'm like you saying, saying like, it's about time you rewatch Pulp Fiction. Like it, it, this is, this is one of those that it's, it's, it's been time that I, uh, c- cause I watched this you ever see a movie called Gamora? No, yeah, I, I heard of it, but I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, like it's very, very similar, 
but uh it's all about but it's all about like italian mob kids right. versus just like kids in france and 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 i remember seeing i wa- i can't remember which one i watched first but i watched lahane and um um, um I, i'm i watched lahane and um gamora around the same time and i always think about the two of them together because i i mean like i mean like gamora's way more intense to me like gamora's a really fucked up movie like kids you know like 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 I think you know, like I think about it in comparison to something like City of God, which is like which is like also really intense, and I love City of God, but like Gamora's just like it's just like children killing each other, and it's a lot. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's it, it's like children killing each other and grown adults killing kids, and it's a lot. But oh, is it also in black and white or am I tripping? What'd you say? Is it is it also in black and white or am I tripping for some reason? Gamora, no, nah, I, I don't think Gamora is in black and white. I could be wrong. Like Lord. I said, it, it's it's been forever since I've seen either of them. But but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna figure that out and let you know because I'm I'm. Yeah, it's about hard. time I it's about time I go back and revisit both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, that movie. Yeah. It's just it's so relevant. It just stays so relevant as time goes on. I mean, obviously, it wasn't that long ago, but still, uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's been because it came out in '95, so it's been it's been almost 30 years. That's right. that's uh, that's super wild that we're at this point now, <laughs> where it's uh, where, where stuff like that starting to just turn 30. Wild, <laughs> and shit is kind of stagnating, <laughs> right? In terms of like the issues that it tackles, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know the more things change the more they stay the same and shit um but for you for you let's let's let let's do that with music now so when did so when did music become capital m music for you when did it go from being like a passive thing in the background to you kind of being like you know like music <laughs> yeah um i was 11 I was 11, I hit my parents, I was like, yo, um, can you guys buy me guitars? I want to learn. They're like, yeah, if you fucking play it, you know, like, yeah, they, they, they gave me a shot. They're like, yeah, cool. Sure. Uh, and they saw us playing it. So they were like, they, you know, they invested in it. Uh, yeah. Then, and then I, from that day, like I was, you know, always the kid that played music, you know, Gabe in middle school to now is just synonymous as, you know, that guy makes music. <laughs> that's cute when did uh so like so like how so like how long how long did it take you playing the guitar until you realized that like you know like when did uh or, or i mean like so like what why am i having such a hard time asking this question like when <laughs> you started playing the guitar how long did it take you to realize that this was a thing that you loved because it sounds like it just happened like instantaneously yeah, like five minutes, not even <laughs> probably. I couldn't even I couldn't, like quantify, it, but I think it even happened before, you know. Like I used to like I used to just listen to like Rage Against the Machine in my bed at night with the lights off and like my CD player and just like pretend like I was Zach and sing the lyrics to every song and just run the album front to back. So at that point, 
you know it's like uh i think it, it think it happened then you know like it probably happened even before i played because when i picked up the guitar i was like yo this shit is hard i suck at this but i was like, <laughs> I was like i'm definitely gonna do this so. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right cool so that's when you knew you were all in that's funny as hell so when um so what so when did so when did you start rapping when did when when, when did it when did it go from guitar to rapping um like um like when i was towards the end of being 15 that's kind of a weird sense like when i was like 15 going on 16 that's when i like got into like you know hip-hop on a pretty on a deeper level because before then i wasn't really you know i liked songs here and there but i wasn't really listening to hip-hop um so yeah like yeah 15 going on 16 i wrote my first rap when i was like 16 i'm pretty sure yeah yeah Damn, that's hardcore <laughs> 60 <laughs> 60 60 is a good age for that i don't know I, I don't know why but i feel like most people I mean, like, there are some people who know they want to rap from like seven or eight, but like, I don't know, like sixteen just feels like it's a, a like a nice ripe age to get into to get into writing and shit. The sweet spot, you know, sixteens at sixteen, that's good right there. And then like, yeah, I feel that. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I agree. There's something about it. It's just like, yeah, nah. <laughs> there it's like you're almost over adolescence but it's not right it's not 18 it's like 16 it's like you know yeah, i feel that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely um so before we move on to you like making music proper um you know i mean like with uh with rap or, or, or like with music and music and movies in general like was there ever a period of time where you consciously noticed that these are two things that kind of complement one another that could take on so many different forms, but like that could come in the form of like a needle drop on a soundtrack or like a song or or like a music video, giving you an image in your head. It doesn't have to be one of those two things, but just like a time when you notice those two things would make each other better or can make each other better. Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. Um, Yeah. I guess fundamentally what I, what I, was like music really is you know um i would say the highest form of art in terms that you know all other artistic mediums tend to need to like you know incorporate it at some point um to not all of them like you could go to museum exhibit and look at a painting and there's no music right but like let's say let me stay in the realm of cinema you know to enhance the actual film itself, like uh, that music is is important or a part of it. Like that, that put in perspective just how vital um, music is. Because I, I guess I instinctively just analyze hierarchies a lot in just life. I don't know why I just do. Because I guess because we see them in nature all over the place. So, so, so that. Um, um, yeah, but then as far as music videos too, like like you mentioned, like I don't, you know, I can't I can't think of one specifically. But yeah, I'll just never forget like sitting down watching MTV and shit. Like my sister used to watch that shit, and I would just come home from school, and, you know, she'd be knocking that yeah. shit, and I'm, whoa, this is fucking crazy, you know what I mean? So like definitely like just just even tapping into to, to that um 
vehicle for self-expression, like bringing your, and yeah, I, I've, I've, I've shot a lot of music videos. I love music. I love making music videos. I've worked really closely with, um, different, you know, some, uh, just directors, filmmakers, you know, it's been like a big part of my, a big part of my, um, come up or just like i I don't even want to say like necessarily technique because everybody makes music videos but i've made a lot and i've also i've always for for an for for a quote-unquote underground whatever rapper like i've I've noticed that and uh, part of it is because i really value um that combination of mediums and i think it's extremely powerful um so and i'm kind of realizing that now telling you that not not um um, explaining this um not that i hadn't realized that i have a lot of videos out but just like i suppose that i just see it as such a necessity as a vehicle for self-expression and really getting a fucking point across like it just makes everything so clear um i don't know if that answers the question but i think so i had no idea that music videos meant that much to you i know you've made a ton of them but you know I, i guess it makes sense considering that you've made a ton of them but um you know, like why, 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 uh, you, you know, just like elaborate on that a bit. Like why, why is the music video? And, and it's crazy you say that. Cause like, cause like, I feel like people don't give a shit about music videos anymore. I mean, I do, I know you do. And like, obviously people in general, or I mean like specifically people do and like people still make videos. So they matter, but like, why, why, why do they matter to you specifically? Yeah, I agree. I think people don't really have the attention span or care enough to watch anything past like fucking thirty seconds. Me included. Like I was saying before, <laughs> for fucking movies. right. <laughs> I have to be so enthralled to to want to watch the thing. But I just um, yeah. Like I was saying before, I guess I'm I'm well. I was gonna say I guess I'm realizing this now, and it's it's partially true. But like I'm. I'm I knew, but like, you know, I'm definitely expanding on it as like, as I go here. Um, I just, just film is, this film is so powerful. And I just have like, you know, like, it's also about resources. Like I, I've happened to, for some reason, bumped into a lot of people that are really good at, um, they're really good at the, the filmmakers, um, and that are eager to work. So it's like, it's also partially resources. Like, you know, I have this at my disposable, as my, at my disposal, why would I not capitalize on this? But also I just know that it's, it's inherently just so powerful. Like, uh, I think James Hetfield from Metallica has said some shit about music videos where he was like, I think it was a negative thing though. He was like, I don't like music videos because they like, they can fuck up the song for the person. Like the person listens to that song without the video and they have their version and then they have their vision and then they see the video and like it taints their, you know, perception of the song. I'm like, I, I could see that for some people. Generally speaking, I, I don't, I don't totally disagree or disagree. Ultimately, like, you know, nobody's forcing anyone to watch the video, but on right. the flip side, on the flip side, I, as an artist can guide the perception of what I'm, feeling or like fucking trying to get across or like you know whatever i could like drive it home even more you know i could put in like occult references i could do a lot of shit so it's like if you want to know more it's just like more about me through another medium so it's just like more information basically 
Man, y- y- y'all can't see this, but I've been like pointing and nodding at Gabe for the last 30 seconds because like, damn, that's oh, thank, thank, thank you for saying that, bro. It's like because, you know, like, to, you know, like, I'm, I'm like to the to the James Hetfield point, like there definitely are some songs where it doesn't like there are, there are some songs that don't work as well without their videos. Like the one that always comes to mind most recently is um Kendrick's The Heart Part Five. Like that song by itself is pretty cool, but I think uh I think like the gimmick of the video with the whole like deep fake, oh Kendrick looks like Will Smith and like Jesse Smollett and Nipsey Hustle shit. Like I get the like I get that the whole point is to have his face look like the person during the part of the song or whatever, but like by itself, the, like the song doesn't work as well without the video. Like I've I mean, like, I mean, like I've tried to listen to it and it's just it just doesn't do it for me. Like I'm, I'm sure there are other people who get some shit out of it that I just don't, but you know, like I think that's an example of a song that's so like attached to its video. It's like almost symbiotic, you know, where like one can't really not, not to say that it can't exist without the other, but like, but you know, like then again, you know, kind of, you know, like to your point, um, to your point, there have been there have been several there have been several of your videos that I can think of in particular that, you know, like you said, are really amplified um, or, or you know, like the songs are amplified by their videos. Like the one that always comes to mind for me is two, two, three, because like and, and, and you're like, it's so it's such a simple concept. It's literally just you walking through the street being filmed by somebody on like what I assume is like a handheld camera, you know, yeah. like. You, you know, like and, and like that, like that, because like that song to me has such like a like a homegrown champion man of the people type vibe to it, and the video has that homegrown champion man of the people type vibe to it, and they complement each other so perfectly. You know, like I can't imagine that video looking any other way, or right. like and, and, and like and, and it just works. You know, so I think. uh you know, like I think there's definitely like credence to both arguments, but um, I love music videos. I love you, you know, like that's what this podcast is about—the intersection of you know, rap and the rap and film. You know, like I just like you know, like between, like I just like you know, like the possibilities of like giving a song a new meaning and a new context that can amplify it is like that's I don't know, that's really valuable to me, and I just I just like to watch shit. That's just like that's my stem, you know, like I like watching things. I like watching and experiencing things through visual mediums. That's just, that's my whole thing. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you saying that like that. That's all that, that, that's all I'm trying to say. Cause that's, that's the exact, that's the nut right there. You know? Yeah. I appreciate the response. I was glad to hear that, you know? Yeah. Although, you know, people enjoying music videos might be a bit few and far now with the attention spans that you know like there are people and that's the thing like i always know like you know for every like a hundred people that probably are not gonna watch this fucking video there'll be like five people that'll watch the whole thing and be like dude that was sick you know what i mean like yeah we do it because we do it you know i do it because like it's you know i do it because it's just what i do but yeah, like it's like you know we gotta. It's it's a it's a it's a powerful tradition, and it would be a shame. I saw this fucking reel about some guy uh, real quick where he was like, 
no point in making music videos because no one's going to watch them. So just make like a 30 second clip of the song. And then just like, and everybody was like, you know, it was like some like scammy IG account on how to get more traction. And it just came up on yeah. my shit. <laughs> fucking sad. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're like fucking narrowing down the possibilities of your art for your audience. You know what I mean? Like, because they can't mm -hmm. pay. Like, you know, and I don't know, but yeah, no, that was very well said. Um, the, the, yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah i yeah i i think uh you know like i think like there's a you know like there's a decent amount of people who i mean like music videos still have a place and i think there's uh you know you, you know like generally people's attention spans are kind of all over the place but there's definitely still an audience for it you know like just you, you, you know like in the same way that there's an audience for you know like an hour and 40 minute podcast there's definitely an audience for like a you know like a you know, like there are still people there are still people like way up top too who also make like really elaborate like super cool videos and like it makes me happy to see yeah. that you know like i mean like labels aren't like really giving video budgets like that but there are certain artists who will go out of their way to like you know throw something really elaborate together on some like hype williams shit you know and it makes me really happy and you know like even hype williams you know like he made that um it, it's it was from a while ago at this point but he made a video for griselda for uh dr birds from um their you know? big joint album and like that was like that was super dope to me like it it, it just made me happy to see like hype williams do a thing with someone kind of new you know dude i don't know if I, is that the one is, no it's not i was gonna say i was gonna ask if that was the one where Primo made the beat, but I don't think so, right? That's a different song. Yeah, no, that's the um um that the they did one recently. It's uh it's Gun and Rome Streets. They the three of them made a song together, and that video is crazy too. Like, and, and you know what that and, and like that shit is literally just like them in a it, it's just them in a garage, just like in these like nice ass coats, just like in a garage, just chilling, <laughs> you know, and like uh, and, and like a video can just be that too. Yeah, like, exactly. I know they're and you know, like I know there's like a whole crop of people who are like tired of like, oh, like I want videos to get more creative than just having it be like six niggas in front of a fucking car. Like and like it can it can just be six niggas in front of a car. And yeah. that could be fine. You know? Like, yeah. Like, I get that statement of like, you know, and I think you do too, of like the fucking generic rap video, not this gun video. Like, you know, the Right, yeah, yeah. You we know, we not but so I, 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 I don't, I guess that's what they were talking about. Maybe I can't speak for the person in that case. I understand. Um, but at least, yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for like more art basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big time. Um, so, so on the art tip for you, Gabe, um, when did you, you know, like, you know, you start playing guitar, you start rapping and um, you start, you start writing, you start writing bars around 16. Um, when do you know that music is going to become more than just a hobby for you? Like when, when do you know you're a lifer in this shit? As soon as I, um, as as I started playing guitar, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I was like, cause it was also around that age that I understood like capitalism and wage slavery and just the way society is. And <laughs> I'm not doing this shit, dude. Fuck that. I mean, you know, here I am. I have a job for now still, you know, I've had many, you know, mm -hmm. many. I've had a few, but all that to say is that like, um, the guitar became like a fucking, you know, like obviously, um, 
an instrument, but also like this, this like crystallization of my, my liberation. You know, I was like, this thing is going to like, I'm going to emancipate myself through this. And that's why I was like, yo, let me like, let me really, like I played it religiously, religiously all through high school. And then when I, when I started writing it, you know, I was doing both pretty religiously and then in university I, I was focused more on writing to this day i'm even a little bit more focused on writing i still play i can still play but you know like um right now writing is the focus but yeah it was like instantly it was like fucking instantly it was like yeah this is my this is my i found my thing you know right yeah no I, I, that's a that's such an important feeling when you found your thing you know like whether that's like specifically like guitar or just like music you know but like before we move on to uh some more stuff about the writing have you ever released any guitar music like do you play guitar on any of your projects at all because i've it, this is always something i've meant to ask you and i'm finally glad that i could ask it now because i feel because i feel like you've done it like at least once you had yeah. to have right yeah, yeah i played um i played guitar on one track off my on my first full length diplomacy, and then I have this EP called Grove, where actually I yeah, played. I Grove. Yeah, so I played all that shit. The, all 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 that is guitar, basically. Played all that. There might be another track on diplomacy. I'm forgetting where I play guitar, but the, the yes, the answer to the question. No once. Anyways, whatever. Yes, I have. <laughs> is the answer. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. I, yeah, you know, I'm mad you just mentioned Grove and I asked, like, have you ever played guitar? Because, like, clearly that's you, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm, I'm... You never know. You never know. It's a valid question. Yeah. <laughs> nah. But, um, you know, so, so, like, so, you know, like, you, so, like, you, uh, you know, you, you know, you're all in on music after guitar. You start writing, you start putting shit out. Um, you know, like, you release a handful of projects and, uh, you know, I've um, um I've asked you this question before, but um, I'm really curious to hear your answer now. I mean, like, like, like obviously you rap in you rap in a bunch of different languages. Um, you rap in English, you rap in French. Uh, I know there's more, and I'm blanking on the rest of them right now. But um, you know, like you, you know, like you've got a, you know, like you, you're you're very worldly. You've been all over the world. You've lived all over the world. And um, I, I'm I'm just always curious about like, like specifically talking about writing. Um, how does being multilingual kind of factor into the way you write songs? Yeah, I think first and foremost is based on the way the brain, I believe, just gets down. It's on a super first and foremost unconscious subconscious plane where it's just like the information from the other like tongues is like there but it's like it's not hopping out at me necessarily when i'm writing because I, I although i do write mostly in french but not in english still predominantly for now write in english but um i remember that i remember talking about this actually and i remember even last time it's having like trouble isn't the word but just having like encountering adversity trying to like explain it properly because it really is on a very subconscious but like i'm trying to think i'm trying to think without being in silence for too long (laughs) no 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 i feel you real 
real quick, I actually want to add something because I have I have something new to contribute now. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, like I don't speak a ton of languages, but my sister does. Uh, my sister went to school for German studies. Uh, my sister's damn near fluent in German, but like my sister, like language is their whole thing. Like they're about to go to Poland uh, sometime soon, and like they've been, uh, and like there was a period of time my sister knew Polish really well, and now they're learning. They're like relearning Polish, and you know, um, I'm just like my sister can speak. I'm trying to think of how many languages. So Joe speaks English, German, Polish, Spanish, French, and probably a couple other languages. And you know, like occasionally, there will be periods of time where my sister will like explain to me how like one word in in an, in one language can encompass like an entire feeling. Or like what would essentially be like a whole sentence in English, you know? Like there's like one word to describe like a phenomenon that we just like we can't put into one word in English for whatever reason, and you know, like that's always been super fascinating and interesting to me, especially as someone who doesn't speak a bunch of languages yet. There's a lot of languages I want to learn, but you know, I just gotta like find the time to like sit and really, you know, right. like it. But but you know, like I think. Uh, you know, like when I hear you know, like when I hear you rap in French, for example, you know, there's a like I just always find myself thinking like, how many of these words are he say, is he saying right now that you know like encompass like a quarter of a verse, you know, like I, I like like that like like that might be kind of, but I just like I'm just always really fascinated by how you know, like one word in one language can encompass a bunch of different words or characters or phrases in another language and how that applies to music. Is is, is that something you ever think about when you write? In a way, yeah. In a way, because like in French, I would say I don't speak all the Romance languages, but in all the Romance languages, at least, in terms of like that breadth, breadth I don't know if like you pronounce that shit, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in yeah. terms of in terms of that dissonance between like one word meaning so many things. I feel like in the romance languages, they're all sort they're all like from the same tree. So in, in a sense, they're all right close like that. So in French, there are words that you know, like and I encounter this in, in French. I do like when I'm like, dude, how do I say this in English? Like I can't say it the same in French, but then like yeah, like what you were what you were talking about about um your uh, I believe did you say your sister? My sister, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like in some languages I don't speak Arabic, but like you know, like shit, like Arabic or African tongues, you know, like it's like yeah, yeah. word for some shit, some shit that don't even exist for us. Um, and that shit is crazy. I I don't speak Swahili fluently, but I was I you know I've I've lived in Tanzania. I didn't speak it much when I was there, but I went back on a trip recently, and when I came back, I was like, dude, I gotta learn. So I was taking classes. I stopped because it's too fucking busy. But in like Swahili, which I barely wrapped in, but whatever, just for an anecdote. There, yeah, there's words that just like you're like, damn, we should have this in English, like you know, like we just right. <laughs> this this feeling, and then it's interesting because it kind of lends to like. Yeah, it just lends to the culture of like what we talk about and what we don't talk about uh, versus, you know, like what, a word that could be used to express a feeling that's maybe kind of like pushed to the side and like um, in, in Western, uh, you know, or like an alien concept to, 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 to a Western society or something like that. But 
Um, I would say it's on an unconscious tip first and foremost. And if anything, like the way, like my multiling, like my being multilingual affects me writing is just in, in just the headspace of considering just like the worlds when I write or just like, you know, just, right. just like New York city necessarily like type shit. Not that every, anybody else necessarily only does that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I, I think, I think that's important and that's what, uh, I think that's what makes something like diplomacy, like as interesting a project as it is, because there's like so many different, cause I mean, like, this is like still like beat music you're making essentially, but it's like, it, you know, it's made of so many different elements and instruments and like samples are being pulled from like these really wild places. Like I remember the first time I heard that project and it was just like, you know, I, I, I like, I heard it and then I had to go and sit for 20 minutes and just like, digest it you know like not it it, it it wasn't one of those things that i just like got immediately like, yeah. it was one that i really had to like sit with and think about like the different elements of it and music doesn't always do that to me. Or, 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 or let me take that back music does that to me very often but like that was a that like i remember that first listening experience of diplomacy and i was like damn like this guy's different like this is you know like i can't like like i remember I remember the push that project got and hearing about it from Jeff and from other people. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm talking about Jeff Weiss, who owns Power uh, Power Recordings, Passion of the Weiss. He's the fucking man. We love Jeff. Um, yeah. <laughs> always and forever. But um, yeah, like you know, like I remember, I remember seeing you do press for that and being like, all right, I got to go tap in with this and just yeah. really have, you know, like that's like for anybody listening, like go, you know, like, you know, like we're talking, we're talking about like the world and shit. Like, go listen to diplomacy. Like, that sounds like the world filtered through rap music to me. You know, like <laughs> that's like means a lot for you saying that. That shit was fucking so hard to make, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was rough to make. It's so, you know, yeah, you know what, like in that period between, I don't know how old was I. I don't know, like mid twenties. I think a lot of people are going through like boy to man or man to woman uh sorry um girl to woman whatever the case may be that like you know from like child not childhood but like early late you know what i mean like just growing up basically like right yeah um yeah anyways no it's deeply personal political i mean the personal is political ultimately but yeah in terms of the sonic yeah that was definitely uh, super intentional like you know let's pull from here like india fucking west africa you know here there but, yeah yeah nah man you got me um yeah no you got me wanting to try to speak some some uh some uh i can't even click my tongue right now you got me wanting to speak some awesome there we go got it <laughs> i had to I, I had to make sure i did it right but yeah <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like that's a that's a language I really want to learn one day. But um, but yeah, no, nah, I think um, you know, like the thing that's really dope about your music is that, or, or or another thing that's really dope about your music is that you 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 pride yourself on not making the same project twice, or at least not like you know like you, you know like back to back on some shit, you know, like there's a. Like plaques, plaques doesn't sound anything like diplomacy, which doesn't sound anything like click tape, which doesn't sound like ox, doesn't sound like grove, you know, and yeah. like it doesn't sound and, and it doesn't sound like uh, it doesn't sound like um, HT3. And like, that's a really hard thing to do 
it's a really hard thing to accomplish without sounding like a completely different artist every time, you know? So like, how do you, how do you find Gabe in all that? You know, like, how do you like, you know, like, how do you, how do you kind of keep yourself centered while you're, you know, like moving through these different styles? Cause I can imagine that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. I think, Jesus, I think it just fundamentally would have to stem from me growing up on a lot of different kind of music and always listening to a lot of like subgenres of rap, whether it's like some super mainstream shit or some not so mainstream shit. So I guess that keeps me in pocket to know how to like make, you know, tap into different sonics without sounding out of pocket because I'm not basically like, I'm not an intruder, like an imposter in different sonics. It's like, they all feel not that that's what's being alleged at all. Right. Just, you know, that's, that's, right. that, that's that, that level of comfort just comes from my love for music, you know, and just like my openness to different kinds of music. Um, and then it just, it just happens. I just pull up, I just pull up and I'm just like there and if ever I feel out of pocket with something, like it would just never see the light of day type of thing. And I, since I, and then ultimately, yeah, outside of just like my love for music and my very taste in music, it's just knowledge itself. I would say it's like just being so grounded as a human, um, that it just, it's always going to like seep through, through the music. Um, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Bless you. You you, you. you cough or sneeze? Off. I've been like on and off smoking. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, this is, this is, this is going to be super, super generic cliche question, but I feel like it's appropriate after that answer you just gave. Um, what do you, what do you feel is the most challenging project you've ever made? Like what's one that like really, kind of took it out of you and like you look back on it now and it's like that shit was rough but i'm happy i made it yeah diplomacy hands down um yeah <laughs> i had the concept for that album in 2016 like i was like working on it but i was like full-blown drug addict at that at that moment you active addiction whatever and then i went to rehab then i left canada then i got a record deal all this shit happened so it's like the the, the concept of <laughs> It's like when does an album or any project like big undertakings like where do they where do they start really does it start when you wrote the first two words or does it start when you have the title or does it start when does it start and that record was like right. story of my life up to that point so it's like did it start in 2016 or did it start when i was 11 did it start when i was born you know so it's like when right. i was you know like i was sitting down and try to pretty much encapsulate my life up to that point I was, you know, sober and I was learning how to write again because I used to write, you know, drugs were a really big part of my writing process. I didn't have them anymore. So, like, I had to, like, learn how to write again, kind of in a way. And I was, like, facing all this shit about myself that I'd never really, like, faced sober and a bunch of shit that happened. Like, just, just like a fucking, like, rough time, you know? And it took me a long time and it was not, it was, like kind of a bummer to make you know like it was it wasn't fun to make <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like 90% of it sucked, but I'm really proud of it. And after that, I just got better as a writer, you know, everything after that's been pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. No, nah, like that's, a, yeah. Like that's a very, that's a super, I mean, like all your music is really personal. And that's one thing I noticed too, is like after diplomacy, you know, I started to notice, you know, you kind of sprinkling more life details into like all of your music and like really kind of, you, 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 and you know, like highlighting that in a way that I hadn't, or, you know, like that, that like I personally hadn't really noticed before. Like I'm going to go back to Ox again. Like, you know, like a song like Clark is just like, like yeah. that song is so hectic and so fast, but there's so much going on in that song. Like you go into people's houses with baseball bats and being like out at two in the morning, just like, just like fucking zooted off of whatever, you know, it, it's just like, you know, like there's like, you know, like I can hear, smell, taste and touch that song. I was just listening to it before we hopped on. And like, that's, you know, like it, it, it and, but like it flies by so quickly, you know, like it, it's so fast that, you know, you, uh, like I you know, like even even still like I'm finding new things in that song that I didn't hear before like new details that just like hit me you know and then listening to HT3 and the deluxe that just came out you know like I'm hearing even more of those details like in those songs and here you know you've kind of you've kind of closed the loop and just kind of you're just like rhyming over loops and drums you know it's it, it's it's it, it's like very brass tacks bread and butter type shit and uh I guess uh, why why was now the right time for you to go back to that after after all the different journeying you've done through the corners of rap music? Like I'm 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 curious why now was the time for you to just go back to to loops and drums? Yeah, full circle. <laughs> it just um, it just happened, you know. Like a lot of like yeah, a lot of. A lot of like being an independent musician or artist in any capacity, you 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 can definitely, I'm sure it has like a lot of it. Sometimes has to do with what you actually have access to and resources and like what's That's what what's next. Like I don't know, what do I have in my email? Or like who did I just meet? Or like uh, what's <laughs> happening? Right? Like, yeah. so, I mean, um, I had always this kind of thing, to be honest, whenever I was making, because that's, that's my, that's the school I come from traditionally, right? That's like the shit I love the most. And sometimes when I would make other shit, I had this like, you know, that I'm 30, not so much, but in like, because I'm, you know, whatever, I just care less about what people, people think I'm, I've, I've always not been too hung up on it, but still, like, I care about people that I respect, like how they, inter how they would interpret my art. I'm like, damn, am I going to be like, not where do I fit by making some of the shit I make? Cause some of it has pop sensibilities, but I'm always spitting anyways, whatever. So like, right. uh, this was a sentiment I'd, I'd had in the past. Um, side note, I guess, but anyways, yeah, that was a side note. Um, the way it happened really is I just finished where I was working on, which was whatever it was. And yeah, Argov had just sent me some beats and um, he had sent me some beats and I was like, cool. And then I, yeah it really was just organic but you know like i just finally sat down and wrote to 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 one of his beats after he had sent it and it just happened like 
I wrote the whole shit in like, I don't know, really quick. And then I wrote the other one. And I was like, all right, this is feeling right. And really, like, I, I was just, I had just gone through some like pretty, I was going through some like um, complicated shit with this, with this person I really cared about. And, um, you know, his music served as like the fuel for that. And it just, it just came full circle. One day I had this drawing that I had made, which is now the cover. Um, and I realized how it related to my very first project, which is loops and drums. And I kind of had this moment in my crib. I don't know if you've had these moments where like, you just notice a cycle completing, like you notice it clearly. I've had it a few times in my life. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh, shit. This moment relates exactly to that moment. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, I, I sent him the three demos. I sent him the cover. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to do this. Let's make an album. He was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so yeah, but now that I'm in this pocket, you know, I've worked on a lot of music that's to come after and it's, it's in that vein for now. That's, that's, that's where I'm sticking. That's where it's, that's where I'm being fulfilled because like when you're rapping on like production or whatever, I'm rapping on production with bigger bass and bigger drums is like the, the swing of the music kind of informs the way you have to rap on it in a way that like an open sample with like drums you know it's just not the same so i can just showcase my dexterity at a level that uh that i can't on other types of production and that's really what i want to do is, is really focus on like how deep i can how deeply i can express like my spirit to everybody you know so yeah, yeah you know as someone as someone who also kind of as someone who also found a lot of like love and fulfillment in like that, like traditional quote unquote old school sound, you know, like I, like that's, I get that. And I can hear, I can hear that. I can hear that love and devotion is the wrong word, but like, I can hear that passion like in this project. And before we even move on, yeah. Shout out to fucking Argov, man. He's, he's, he's been going stupid for the last like three years. He's worked with a bunch of really dope people and I and, and, like obviously you being one of them, and you know, like up until I was re-listening to this earlier today, I forgot that he produced this whole project. You know, yeah. and like he, he's just like the 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 beats sound incredible. You know, like yeah. there's they're like they're so layered, and like the drums just the drums just hit. You know, like not that that's a thing that's necessary or like required <laughs> to make a good rap song, but like when the drums hit, they hit. You know, and like he's for real like he's 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 uh and, and like he's you know, like he's someone who also kind of has I mean, I mean like he has like a style but you know like he you know like you know like like uh like everyone in our circles in the last like five six seven years like he's also dabbled in like drumless shit and just like more like atmospheric stuff but it's like you know like it's really dope to see that he can jump from you know he can jump back and forth between the two and just like make it tight you know, and like y'all, you, you know, like y'all sound great together. Like this is like, y'all should have been done this, <laughs> you know, like honestly. I'm so glad we did. He really like, he really blessed me, man. He sent me so much fucking music, you know, and like we were just, it's a beautiful thing when like, you know, the producer and I are on the exact same page. I'm always on the same page with everybody I work with, but like he was just um he was down to make a fucking album you know 100 percent. you know which which was just like we were both super invested in it and he's like yo this is the thing i'm the most proud of that i've made and i feel the same way we're both super proud of it you know um and he's a great guy too 
he's just a he's just a really yeah he's just a good dude so yeah it's definitely you know my most complete thing that i've made so far and um yeah thanks to argot man because like he just supplied me with shit that i really needed honestly like i needed to write a lot during that period and i could i might have gone crazy without these beats i don't know not that i'm not crazy anyways it's it's subjective but (laughs) (laughs) yeah no totally but yeah yeah like y'all just you know like y'all just sound y'all sound so in sync on here and and it just like made me happy to see you know, like, and and then and then on top of that, for the deluxe to not feel like just the deluxe feels like a natural progression, and it doesn't. It's not just like, oh yeah, here's two extra songs. Yeah, you know, no. like it, 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 it <laughs> like, it, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's <are> <laughs> Oh yeah, not my fault. But yeah, like that's a you know, like deluxe. You know, like I like I like deluxe albums, but I I I I have a lot of feelings about them. But I think that uh, I think that y'all made something that feels like a natural extension of this of of the project that came before it and i just think that's dope that's all i have to say <laughs> word thank you no i feel you i feel i feel the same i'm like it's because sometimes i see like a deluxe where it's like maybe a cracker two or three and to me i'm kind of like all right i mean that's you know whatever you know but like yeah this this is definitely like a new project uh, was kind of the idea it was like and if anything i was gonna drop i was gonna drop it like that Anyways, then we had a talk behind the scenes and we were like, let's make the original, you know, shorter. But technically the deluxe is like the album as it I intended it to be originally. But we decided to do it this right. way. You know, whatever. But but thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm really fucking proud of it. I'm so happy it's out in the world. It's like I was really, 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 really like when the first one came out, I was like, ah, the album's not out yet. <laughs> like, I was like, until the deluxe is out, <laughs> drop the album yet. So, like, I feel good now. <laughs> That's tight. I'm happy. You know, like, I'm happy to hear that. Just like, just like with the sequencing and the new cover, like, I could tell that you put a lot of effort into that. And another thing I noticed that was really fun just for me is like, there's a lot of power affiliates on this project now, bro. Like, you know, like, you know, like Chester's there, you know, um, Archie Archibald Slim's there, um, Brain Orchestra's there, you know, like it, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, I mean, like it was only missing a handful of people before it, it would eventually just turned into a POW summit. You know, like all, all, all you would need is, all you would need is like Wi-Fi got on there and it'd be the whole, be, be the whole Voltron. But, yeah. um, but like, you, you, and you know, like you don't, you, you don't really do features like that. Like you have before, but like, it's, it's kind of rare that you like have hella features on an album and you know, like um, where, where do you kind of feel like they fit in on here? And was it just a coincidence that they all just so happened to be, to be power affiliates? I, I, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um so initially, the first feature was like my homie Zay, who has a really long name. Zay Komapaganingogo. It's a very long name. It means an eye for an eye, two yeah, for two. His verses, his verses were ill, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. He he's nice as fuck. Keeps spit, spits strictly in French for now, as whoever heard the album has noticed. But initially, I was kind of like, yo, let me just get him on this tape like three or four times on some rain ghost shit. You know what I mean? And that was gonna be it. And then we we're like, you know what? Let's Let's send this one joint to Chester because Chester is the fucking homie and he's the shit. And like, you know, thematically, 
Chester's universe in terms of like, you know, the occult or whatever the case may be, you know, kind of just like different different astral planes of consciousness shit he taps into. I was like, this fits with this this record, which is named after Hermes Trismegistus, by the way, is what the HD stands for. Old Greco-Egyptian sage was said to have founded like theology. Mm. Anyway, so that was going to be it. And then... As for the deluxe, most of the songs were already done, but I didn't make a few new ones. And so I was like, you know what? Let's fucking, let's get some features. Like, I've been working with Archie. Like, we made some shit. First of all, Archie's like, dude, Archie, Archie's one of my favorite rappers, like, ever. <laughs> Archie, <laughs> yeah, he's just wise. Like, he just pulls up and his songs, you know? Like, I'm always just, I'm, I don't know. I'm just always so impressed every time I hear him spit. So like we were working on shit for some other shit, and then I was like, "Yo, you want to get on this?" And then you know, Brain. I met him at my release show, so it's funny. Actually, both of them were at my release show. They both ended up on the album. But then it's kind of like what we were saying before. It's like it's also resources. It's like who do we, who do I know? Um, I mean, I love collaborating with, with other rappers, but it's like it's got um, it's just gotta like uh ideally we gotta like vibe um so it's like that can only happen organically um and i'm i'm super blessed to have met you know mcs that i've in the last like i don't know three years i've had really good like rapport with and this respect and this love and you know i've been able to work with some of them but I just felt like, yeah, ultimately, like a long project. You want some features on that shit, you know? It's like it's 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 yeah. just nice. just nice for the story, and I'm so fucking I'm just so fucking proud of it. Like the way Archie pulls it, it pulls up in the sequence, saying same with Brain. Oh my boy, Kojo! How could I forget? Right, Fuck. shout out shout to Kojo. Kojo, that motherfucker is the secret weapon. That fucking kid is. He's one of my favorite rappers too. He's out of Lagrange. He's from the South. He's the shit. He's like not on the internet <laughs> like that. But shout out to Kojo, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, Kojo iced that shit. Great verse. I, 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 yeah, no, I'm, I, his voice is so crazy. Isn't it so yeah. crazy? When I heard his voice, I was like, what the fuck? And he's like this tall white kid with long hair. And I hit him up. I was like, bro, you're white. He's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him. But yeah. So yeah. <sighs> That's hardcore, bro. I love that, you know? And 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 you know, like it's just you're you know, like like I said before, you're rapping, you're rapping so much about like there's a lot of personal shit on here. A lot of just like you rapping just like just just to like get some bars off on here. And it's a really nice mix. And you mentioned this before. Or like we were just talking about the whole idea of a, you know, like a project like diplomacy, where you just like, where that was really laborious in a lot of ways. But you're at a different point in your life. You seem way happier now. Yeah. And <laughs> I um, you, you know, like just to kind of bring this convo for a full circle before I ask my last question. You know, just like looking back on everything you've accomplished since diplomacy, like how do you feel? How does it feel to be Gabe Nandez like at this very second at one twenty nine and seven seconds on November twenty second, two thousand twenty three? 
feels good, man. I can't complain, you know? Like, um, yeah, I, it feels good, you know? Even even in, in the grand scheme of things, even when things were pretty fucking bad, I tried to always remember that, like, they can always be worse, you know? So even back then, I was like, it's kind of right now but like you know i have this and that and then right and we take off the boxes and living in america at the end of the day we realize we have a lot uh or not even just in america in the west means you know i was just like looking at fucking gaza you know i can't stop thinking about that shit you know like I yeah live, me either bro like it's fun you know we could be there right now so it's like grand scheme of things i'm, I'm great um but the music's going great people are starting to connect with it and that and that's great you know and like i definitely see my hour approaching you know in whatever incarnation that'll be based on just me having calculated moves and just good music to share ultimately and i'm just very comfortable in, in you know with the, the, the my mission which is ultimately to just make and share art you know at the end of the fucking day like as long as i'm doing that whatever happens is cool yo. you know what i mean it's like and i'm 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 i find a lot of peace in that um and yeah you know it's like all the people i love are pretty much safe and happy so i'm good i'm good you know um yeah good things bro i'm really happy to hear that and yeah i didn't say it before but i'm gonna say it now you know free palestine free tigray free congo free haiti there's there's a whole list of places that need to be free. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, like it, it's a, this is a really scary time to be alive for a lot of reasons, you know, like, you, you know, like being, being black, being a person of color, being any sort of other right now, it's, 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 it's spooky times out here right now. And, you know, being in a position where you can share art with people and have that connect with them and, whether they relate or it just gets people through the day, like that shit is, it's, it's so valuable. And a lot of people don't see the value in creating and sharing art in a lot of ways, you know, like w w whether you're a musician or a writer or an actor or a content creator, you know, it's just like, whatever, you know, like there's, there's a uh, people just a lot of people, especially people who hold all the power, don't see the value in that. And that's scary, you know, and like we we see it, you know, but like, you, you know, like we see it and people who listen to or read or watch or whatever, like they see it. But, um, you know, like that's a, you know, like not to not to not to be too over the top, but that's like a that, that's like a revolutionary thing, you know, like it, it's 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 a it's, uh, it's important. You know, like that's like a that's like a cultural necessity as far as I'm yeah. concerned. So, oh, right. Yeah. That's the, uh, um, yeah, even like, you know, Argov li lives in Tel Aviv. Um, he's from there. And like, you know, we were going to drop this deluxe. And I told him, I was like, yo, man, you know, like if, if, if you don't want to like, Chair this shit, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hectic. I'm cool with it, you know. But we had a conversation before the deluxe came out because he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm be honest, I like kind of hesitated." This is after I told him that, like, I kind of hesitated, and hesitated because of all the shit that's happening, and you know, like, are people going to be upset because we're talking about art? And he's like, "Yeah, me and the homies talked about it, and it's the opposite. It's like in times like these, like, you know, this is when." 
you make sure you share whatever your your contribution to the world is you know because we have we have journalists doing the like you know groundwork and you know documenting the situation like that but as artists it's that's how we sit and we're like shamans in that sense we're like this is how we fight back um art is powerful music especially so um yeah i mean you know it's 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 tricky to be this far away in these societies we're in and try to see how it is that we can help i mean you know we can all have varying opinions on what help looks like in a situation like this from the citizens of the united states of america but art helps that's for sure yeah, it, it, and it really is that simple. Art helps, you know. It doesn't. It, it 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 doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Um, but to, but to, but but to tie this up, um, Gabe, if your life was a movie, what would it be about? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> like if somebody else, like if I made it. Um, it, 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 what, whatever you want the answer to be. If somebody else made it, if you made it, you could even just be like, "Oh, my life's like John Wick." I don't know. Like, it, 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 it doesn't. What, what, whatever, whatever, wherever it takes you. You know, there, there's, there's no right or wrong answer to this question. Right. <laughs> good question. I mean, I guess it'd have to be, you know, some kind of transformative journey about someone who. We all we we all we all go through shit in life, and we all you know have to overcome shit. So it's a very human theme. It's not like I'm like you know any different, but it would definitely be very fucking intense, violent, you know, to an extent. Not like John Wick violent, but there would be violence. Right. Uh, there would be intense shit, <laughs> but ultimately there would be like there's definitely going to be at least one girl. Probably, anyways love tragedy you know like despair but ultimately emancipation ultimately it's a happy ending but like there's like it's kind of like you know it's kind of like it's kind of like berserk minus the really bad parts and we already know the ending and the ending is positive if that's <laughs> okay yeah okay so, okay so like slight so slightly more positive slightly less violent berserk i like that answer a ton i also forgot that you fuck with berserk and i and i think we talked about this last time we yeah, we talked to, but that's that's incredible. I love that answer. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> see, I've been, I've been, see, I've, I've been meaning to catch up on Berserk too. There's a couple of the, there's a couple of the movies that I want to watch, and I want to just like catch up on some of the, re- but yeah, like sh- sh- shout out, shout out to Berserk because Berserk's amazing. Yeah, really, it's such, so great, <laughs> it's so great. God damn, fucking fucking gabe thank you son this was this was this was this was this was so great it's 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 always a pleasure talking to you there's always so many nuggets of wisdom and just you know just like your perspective is one that i've always really appreciated and obviously the music's tight so you know like it just it just means a lot to have you on my shit and for you to you know just keep doing what you do i it i i yeah thank you bro for real Yo, thank you, man. That means a lot. I'm glad you think so, uh, that my perspective is valued. You know, yeah, it's, it's a great conversation. I enjoyed that. It's always great questions. You know what I mean? Um, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Any fucking time. Like, for real. Thanks for listening. 
Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.